You're listening to the winning literary show, Off the Shelf Books Talk Radio, live with host Denise Turney, author of the books Long Walk Up, Portia, Love More Over Me, Spiral, Love Has Many Faces, and Rosetta's Great Hope. Turn up your dial and get ready for a blast of feature author interviews, 411 on book festivals, writing conferences, and so much more. Ready? Let's go. Good morning, good morning, good morning out there. want to welcome you to Off the Shelf Books Talk Radio. Before we introduce you to this morning's guest, and look like one of the guests may have dialed in uh, this morning, want to leave you with this thought, and it's from the, the originator of this quote is anonymous, and the quote is, if your plan doesn't work, change the plan, but never the goal. If your plan doesn't work, change the plan, but never your goal. This is August the 8th, you guys. I mean, this year is blowing by. This has been a year of so many unexpected events and change, change, change. This is a 2020 year of change. you got to be flexible and adaptable and really learn to surrender this year. And, and speaking of being flexible and surrender, there's a character in the book Love Pour Over Me. That is a lesson that he really has to learn. And a woman he meets at college who is truly his soulmate, she has to learn that as well. He's dealing with some childhood issues that just make it difficult. You know how you just keep hitting that wall? You don't know how you, how come I'm stuck in the same spot? I can only go from here to there, and I don't go any further. There may be something blocking you, which is what happens with Raymond in love pour over me. But he is blessed to meet four friends in college, and they are friends for the rest of their lives. One goes on to do well in the NFL, and Raymond's on his way to the Olympics. But there is a murder mystery in this story, and Raymond's pulled into it just so unsuspectingly. He's really not directly involved, but he gets pulled all the way into this. And you want, have to wonder about your friends. Are any of your friends involved in something that you get pulled into? If you like mystery, you just love suspense, and there's some really high, fast-paced Tense suspense scenes and love for me. That's what you like, and you like to try to figure out who really did something, what really was the motive behind an action, but you also value relationships because this truly is a book about love. But there is a murder mystery in here as well. If that intrigues you, I really encourage you to stop what you're doing and pick up a copy of Love for Over Me by Denise Turney. You can get it right now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, ebook it. You can get it for less than $4. Love for Me by Denise Turney is also in print form as well. Please pick up a copy and let me know how you enjoy Love Pour Over Me. And now I'm going to get ready to connect with our guests this morning. We have two guests coming on this morning, um, and I'm excited about this morning's show. So we're going to introduce your guests and then bring them on live. And our very special off-the-shelf guests this morning are Dr. Alan Licker and Harriet Tinka. Now, do- I hope I'm saying their names right. Dr. Alan Licker is a former cosmetic dermatologist, and while working in cosmetology, he was awarded 16 consecutive Consumer Choice Awards for excellence in cosmetic surgery. In 2003, he was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease, And following the diagnosis, he sought the secrets of living a fantastic life. What a a good pivot. 
what a good pivot. He pivoted up instead of pivoting downward. And Harriet Tinka is a transformational speaker, life coach, and, and blogger and entrepreneur. She is known by her students as a powerhouse role model. Harriet has spent 16 years of she has 16 years of modeling experience, and she has received numerous honors and awards from organizations such as Women of Influence, Canadian Multicultural Education Foundation, YWCA, Edmonton, Diversity in Action for Healthy Communities, and and. Action for Health, Diversity and Action for Healthy Communities. Check out Dr. Alan Lika and Harriet Tinka online at, and there's two URLs I'm going to share with you. The first one is, and I'm going to spell it, D-O-C like doc, D-O-C-L-Y-C-K-A dot C-A, D-O-C-L-Y-C-K-A dot C-A, and empoweredme dot C-A about uh, so I'm going to spell that one out as well, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D-M-E dot C-A. Again, that's E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D-M-E dot C-A. And they are the authors of The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. We are absolutely honored to have Drs. Alan Lika and Harriet Tinka join us this morning on Off the Shelf. Welcome to Off the Shelf, Dr. Lika and Harriet. You know, thank you very much, Denise. And unfortunately, Harriet had an obligation she had to attend this morning, so I'm here by myself to handle it. And I'll tell you all about Harriet as we go along. You know, it's such a privilege and an honor to be on your show, I can't tell you. It's such a wonderful thing to be able to share experience and help your audience there. You know, when that introduction that you gave, I said, oh, my God, that's happened to me in 2020 as well. This world's been crazy, and it's been a topsy-turvy world where we've had to pivot in a minute, and we've had to do everything in such a way it's been crazy. But, you know, it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. And that's what I want to emphasize to your listeners today, that really, no matter what life throws at you, you're going to handle it. Whatever life has there, you can do it. You know, if you're given lemons, make some lemonade, for goodness sake. Don't don't drink lemons. Have some lemonade. It's much tastier. world is full of surprises. It's full of, of turns at every corner. And I... I you know, I've lived that. I know that. But I know at the next corner there's something better for you. It's the depths of our despair that shows us the heights of the mountains. It's the depths of our trials that make me harder and stronger. You know, steel is made stronger because of the process of heating it, and it becomes something beautiful. Diamonds are made because of a beautiful uh heat and pressure that turned carbon into one of the most precious metals in the world. And in my book, we talk about pearls, golden pearls, coming about because of our experiences. You know, Denise, uh, golden pearls actually exist in the world, but they only exist in the southern Philippines area. They are made in Indonesia and the Philippines places, and they're made by a specific pearl, uh, by a specific oyster do you know what makes a pearl, Denise? No, I do not. <laughs> okay, well, let me just elucidate that a bit. You know, a grain of sand gets in an oyster shell, and it traumatizes it. That oyster walls it off. 
with this beautiful, golden, luscious material called uh, that makes the pearl what it is. And these pearls that are produced in the South Pacific are so rare, they cost upwards of $10,000 each. Now, the beautiful thing about the pearls we found is that they're in each and every one of you. They are metaphorical pearls of wisdom. They are just gorgeous things that everybody has right inside of them, really, to, to be there. And I'm going to share a very tiny, tiny little pearl uh, with you today. And, and that is from Reese Witherspoon. And that's, you always gain by giving love. That's what I want to impart on you today, that these pearls will transform your life. They will make them just that much better. And that's what we've written in our book. You see, I met this wonderful lady by the name of Harriet Tinka because she applied for a Woman of Distinction Award at a contest I was winning for the YWCA. She applied for it, and she was going through a turning point in her life. You know, this wonderful, gorgeous, amazing lady had gone through some amazing trauma where when she was a university student, she was a world-class model that stepped away and she wanted to take her higher education. So she was taking an education and she met a real mean, ugly fellow that kidnapped her, stabbed her, and left for dead. And, and you know, Harriet went through quite a time. She was really beside herself. But during her rehab, she met a beautiful, wonderful girl by the name of Amber that told her she should use her story to help others along the way. Now, she met me because I was sponsoring this award. My story is that I was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease, and I had six months to live. A cruel doctor told me that he could only prove the diagnosis on autopsy. So, you know, I was beside myself. But I looked for my answers. I found my answers. And I'm still around over 30 years after that. But now wow. I'm giving back. I'm giving back to those out there. And that's why we've written this book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, with all these amazing golden pearls in there for your audience to take and learn and have a fantastic life like we've lived. Let me ask you this, uh, Dr. Lick. A lot of our listeners like to, you know, get, know a little backstory as well on our guests when they come on the show. You've gone, you've pivoted from, uh, and we're talking about the changes going on in 2020. You have to be flexible, open, and surrender, regardless of whatever tools we use. At some point, we have to realize we can't control everything. So we, you have, you have to surrender and just trust that. Something loves you, and it's going to make sure that you are taken care of, and the best will, will, will come out for you. But all that shared, you did pivot. You started out uh, in, in cosmetology, both you and Harry, in a way, with the, in the beauty industry, her modeling and then yourself with cosmetology. What drew you to cosmetology? And then I want to ask you about the challenge of pivoting out of that into something different. Yes, let but me go you... into that for you because that's that's really important. You know, I came out of medical school as a dermatologist. I was a, a, a dermatologist. And what forced me to get that was way back in the early 1990s, we were going through a recession 
you know, a recession, that's a clawback in money in the economy. The world was going through a recession. Oil prices has dropped. Everything had dropped. The early 1990s was much like the economic climate we're facing right now in 2020. Now, this 2020 is different because we also have a virus on top of it. But, you know, every seven years in the economy, uh, we go through a recession. And this was a big recession in the early 2020s, so in the early 1990s. So I said to myself, you know, Dr. Leica, you are a smart man. You have a lot of skills. You can be a dermatologist and treat acne and warts, but the government, where I live in Canada, our, our state system is nationalized. They may not pay for it. So I decided at that time to become a doctor that knew how to do other things. And you know, back in the early 1990s, a couple of things were invented that were brand new. We had Botox for the first time. This was a wrinkle buster. We had other materials that, that we could put into wrinkles and make them go away. And we had just invented a way of doing liposuction totally under local anesthesia. We didn't have to put people to sleep for it anymore. So I became the expert in all those things. I was renowned as one of the top cosmetic dermatologists in the world for over 30 years. I was renowned as a person that knew what they were talking about because I walked the talk and I talked the talk. And I spoke at conferences from uh, Vietnam to London to Paris to New York City to Los Angeles. People wanted my knowledge and wanted me to be part of it. And I really was glad to offer that and share that with my colleagues around the world. Um, you know, then... This thing happened to me in 2003, where I was told that I had six months to live. I had a weak right arm and a weak right leg, and the doctor told me I had ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Get my affairs in order, because I was going to die. But I didn't listen to that. Something new had been invented there, too. So I searched the Internet, and I found the answers to my diagnosis. And I found out I had chronic Lyme's disease, and a doctor in Colorado oh Springs, Colorado, treated me and made me better. Wow. Oh, my God. That's pretty. <laughs> you talk about a pivot and, and, and that you, you know, there was a, a, a woman, and she's been with, on off the shelf. She was a talent agent with, uh, representing generally children actors and actresses. And she just started getting sick and weak and didn't know what was going on with her. Went from specialist to specialist. And she did her own research and found out she was like gluten. She couldn't have wheat. It was just breaking her body down. So we have to remember, too, that uh, to keep searching if the answer doesn't. That, that is pretty remarkable to be. And I've, I've heard of other people who were told by a doctor, you're going to be out here in three months. And they went on to live 30 more years. So. That that you and this is something that you address in your book. Do you take what is sitting in front of you, like right now, with things we're dealing with? Some people have experienced a layoff in 2020, and it's not temporary; it's permanent. They uh, they're, they're they're out of a job. In your situation. You know, and my book were, came out at the ideal time here, Denise, because it's designed to help people that are going through this mindset. Uh, this victim mindset where they're being hurt by this whole thing. You know, 
the answers are really inside of you and they're really you have to decide whether there is a mindset of abundance or a mindset of scarcity whether you're going to be a victim or whether you're going to be a victor and really the mindset has to change from oh dear this happened to me i can't do anything you know really it's got to change to being one that no this happened to me but i'm stronger than what happened it's not what happened to me it's what i do with what happens it's got to be that the mindset changes to become the person that overcomes us and denise i'll guarantee in your life you've had a lot of stuff you've had to overcome i will guarantee that beyond a shadow of a doubt oh absolutely i think we all do unless you're two years old we eventually you stay at this world long enough and you and and what are you going to do you're going to you're going to backpedal and not not face it so some people some of us just backpedal we don't face it we don't climb that mountain and, and get over the mountain not just to get on the top but to get on the other side of it we don't do that work and so we say no I haven't really gone through anything but maybe you haven't had gone far either in your life so I want to, with an off-the-shelf listener, too, they're just learning about you and these 13 golden pearls that we all have within. Could you give our listeners an overview of your book, just some key things? You've, you've mentioned these golden pearls, but what are some yeah, key Yeah, I'll tell you a couple of things about it because the golden pearls are really what it's all about. But really, you know, we start with the golden pearl of love, and we end with the golden pearl of empowerment. And we throw in a bonus pearl of dealing with fear, which is so important right now for people that are there. Now, this is not a dogmatic book. It's not something that I'm preaching or Harriet's preaching. This book is a voyage of discovery because it's written, first of all, with a little story at the beginning of each chapter that tells you the meaning of the story. And each story is more or less a parable. And I'll give you an example of that in just a few minutes. And then there's this dialogue between Harriet and I where we discuss the things in the chapter. What the listener is doing is literally listening to an in-depth conversation between close, intimate friends. And we're really sharing the things that are important about the pearl with them. And then we sprinkle this with over 150 pearls of, of people's wisdom that have so important to us uh, that really helps people to understand what's going on. Like, like for example, in our book, we talk about non-negotiables. They're the essential pearls of success. They are the key to living. They define what you'll never compromise on. Uh, for example, uh, Dr. Mohammed Sukuti said, do not negotiate your dignity and freedoms. Both are non-negotiable. Well, those are two things you should never give up ever in your life, and those are important. And Harriet said, beauty begins when you learn to love yourself. That's a non-negotiable. So these are things we've written in here as sprinkled words of wisdom. And let me tell you, Denise, how much time do we have? Uh, we, we've, we've got about 40 more minutes. Oh, great. Uh, good. We can go into a lot more depth here. I love it to have all that time. Well, let's go back. Let's go back to some of the early pearls then that I talk about all the time, because I think some of the early pearls are the ones that are going to give your people really meaning and, and, and really some really important things here. 
My second golden pearl is inspiration. Inspiration is a beautiful uh, pearl because what it, the word itself is beautiful. The word inspiration comes from the Latin inspire. Inspire means from the spirit, and it means breath of life. So when we're talking about inspiration, we're talking about getting a breath of life. Now, inspiration can come inside of you, or it can come outside of you, because inspiration comes from so many places. You know, I I think inspiration is one of the neatest, coolest things a person can say, because it really helps you to to do things and get to a whole number, another level of things that you might have never been at. And it, it really helps you there. You know, when I'm down and out and having problems, one thing that motivates me is to look at old movies. Another thing that reads, uh, that motivates me is to read books, which a story is about. This is about the important part of them. And you know, if you were with me right now, you see I'm in one of the rooms of my house, and my house is literally covered with books. I have thousands of books I've read in my lifetime. In fact, I try to read a minimum of one book a week, and um, I try to even read one book a day if I can, because in there is is everything. Books are what made me what I am and made me who I am. Books are really the foundation of knowledge for everything. And I saw, Denise, you wrote a beautiful book, and I'm going to put that on my list of things to read, too, because I think that sort of thing can inspire me. I can look inside of it. I can become the character. I can share their lives, and their lives are not my life. And their lives had different solutions than what I have. And to me, that's very, very, very important. So books are the foundation of everything else, and books are really an important thing. So to become inspired, read a book. Which book would I get you to read? Well, read mine if you'd like, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. If you can't afford a copy, it's available for 99 cents on Kindle. Wow, that's less than a cup of coffee these days, 99 cents. Great, I want you to get that. I want you to have that. We are also doing, we also launched a program where libraries can get a free copy of this. So we're going to be sending free copies to various libraries when they open up. I don't know if the libraries are open in your area yet, but we want people to be able to read this and use this as a resource so they can grow further too. Ah, and you know that it's so good, especially there are a lot of uh, books, and some some people might consider this like a self-help book. There are a lot of books out here, but you have to read it from start to finish. And every book might not resonate with you, but this, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, for those who do go to the self-help sections when they go in the bookstore or the library, this might be a book that does resonate with you, and it could be the book that helps to uh, get you to change you might have been looking for for months or or for years. Now, all of us have different childhoods. Some of us have very struggling childhoods, not just things that come up when we are adults, but there are just gut-wrenching stories. I have two friends who worked in social workers for years. I mean, just trauma right out from the word go for some kids. So somebody going through struggle like that years, they find a way to make it 
to adulthood. They're listening to this interview. They're listening to you speak, and they're learning about the secrets to living a fantastic life and these 13 golden pearls, but maybe they're on the fence. They're not so sure about what you're saying because of they're just such a traumatic start. Is it true, uh, Dr. Lika, and, and did you do research in the book, You and Harriet, to, 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 to be able to state this? Is it really true that we all have 13 golden pearls within you know, when we started, uh, Denise, we actually had 20 golden pearls, and we found that there were really 20 golden pearls of wisdom, but people begged us only to give us our first ones in our first book because it was like drinking from a fire hydrant. They felt they were being overwhelmed. They felt that it was a banquet of the best things, but they had so much going at them that they just said, please, Dr. Leica and Harriet, could you please cone it down? So we are in the process of getting our second book together with the remainder of the Golden Pearls. But these Golden Pearls are based on life experiences. They're based on everything everybody goes through. And let me go to another Golden Pearl to give you an example of that. Let's go to the Golden Pearl I talk about, which is thankfulness or gratitude. You know, an attitude of gratitude there is tons of evidence that once you adapt that, your brain changes, your life experience changes, and you go from being a victim to a victor. Your life literally go, gets better. And um, one of the things that we found that is a fundamental little tool that everybody can use every day is to get up in the morning and write down in a journal three little things that you're grateful for. You know, mm. up in the northern woods here, I live in Edmonton, Alberta, we've been having a lot of rain. Day, when I got up out of bed, the sun was shining. It is truly going to be a glorious day. It's going to get up to maybe 85, 90 degrees Fahrenheit, but it is so beautiful. And all that rain has caused so much greenness, I cannot believe it. Another thing I'm always thankful for is being able to share with others. And when I saw that I had you on my schedule on a Saturday, I said, oh, my God, this is going to be a special day. You know, Saturdays I usually reserve for myself. I usually am a bit selfish that way, and I don't usually do radios or television or anything on the weekend. But today I said, wow. I get the opportunity to be on blog talk radio with Denise and really get to see uh, and be able to share with your audience. I said, this is beyond belief. I am so happy. Now, I'm going to make a challenge to your audience there, Denise, and to you to do something for your neighbor today that you would not regularly do. I am going to ask you to get out of your comfort zone and do something for them. Do it out of love, and don't expect anything back in return. I really want you to go and help somebody. Now, maybe your your neighbor's yard is a mess, and, and they are old, or they have some problems, and they can't fix it. Well, maybe you can go over and offer to help them a bit. Maybe you have a car, and you can go to the grocery store or the pharmacy and get something for them. Go and help them a little bit. Maybe when you go for grocery shopping, you can buy a little extra and give it to the food bank. Did you know with COVID, over 50% of Americans cannot eat today because there isn't enough food to go around for them? 
oh my God, we're we're starving in the land of plenty. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. That's going on in my country too of Canada. So every time I go to the grocery store, the grocery store has put together five and ten dollar packages, and I buy one or two of them and give them to the food bank because I think that's an important thing. I'm a Rotarian. I believe firmly in giving to get, and I firmly do that every day. And we've just done um, a, a, a wheelchair event where old wheelchairs were brought in from healthcare facilities, and we fixed them all up to give them to people who don't have them. You know, there's so much you can do on a daily basis to make the world better, yet we turn a blind eye to that. It really makes me sad. Mm, you know what? This brings up a, a, a an interesting point and kind of uh, segues into uh, the next question that I was going to ask you. I remember when I was in the Navy, I was stationed in a, on an isolated military base, and I was just asking the Lord, I need send me a friend, send me send me somebody to connect with. And, I mean, it was very isolated. And um, this was the guidance I was given, find someone to help. It, to me, it made it made no sense to go out. Me, I'm asking for the help to go out and find. You go find somebody to help, and that'll solve the the, the issue you think you're facing. So that kind of leads into our next question because it sounds like an oxymoron. You're telling somebody if you like, I need water or I need food, and the advice you get is you go find somebody. To, to to give food to and watch and see what happens. So in what ways does reaching out, this is the last thing you think to do. You, you said earlier about the scarcity mentality and the abundance mentality. Well, let, let me go through a little story, and this is not in my book, but it may make it into the second book. You know, there was a poor person, and they didn't know, they didn't have any food. And so they went to see the wise men, and the wise men said, Get some stones and put it in your soup and make stone soup. Now this person said, are you crazy? Stone soup? He said, yes, make some stone soup. So he made a pot. He put the stones in it, and he made some stone soup. And the person came by and said, oh, my goodness, what are you doing? And and he said, I'm making stone soup. I don't have anything else. And that person said, Oh, you know, I have some wonderful carrots. Would you mind if I put some carrots in there? And the person said, oh, yeah, that would taste good with carrots. Another person came by and said, oh, I've got some cauliflower. Would you mind if I put some cauliflower in there? said, oh, yes. Then a fisherman came by, and he had a new catch fish. And he said, what are you doing? And that person said, I'm making stone soup. We have some carrots and some cauliflower. Oh, could I put some of my fish in there? It would taste so much better with fish. And the person said, yes, let's put some fish in there. And then another person came around, and they said, you know, I'm the spice merchant in the market. You need some spices in here to give it some flavoring. Would you mind if we put some spices in here? And they said, oh, please do. Let's make it savory. And at the end of the day, that stone soup was the most savory soup in the village. And everybody had some. And it was a delicious amazing soup at the end of the day. So, Denise, I encourage you, if you have nothing, please make some stone soup. (laughs) Yes, like I was going to ask you, in what ways does reaching out, you know, when everybody gets involved, but if you're the first one taking the first step, how does reaching out, and I love that parable you told, but how does reaching out 
help us to heal. Well, let me tell you another little story about something that's so important, and it's it's two principles that I really think are important. And one is, um, you know, if you're good at something, you should be the best at that you can. Mohatma Gandhi, the founder of India, once said, if you're a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper you can. If that's what the lot in life you are given, be the best at it you can, not the worst. Now, another thing you must also remember is one of the primary things you must do every day in your life is to forgive yourself for your faults and forgive others for the things they've done to you. Because forgiveness is one of those very important things that really makes you human and makes you better. Forgiveness is one of my golden pearls. It's pearl number seven because there's always people that are going to hurt you. There are always people going to take advantage of you. But without forgiveness, you have no peace. You know, Denise, when a snake bites you, it's not the snake bite that's going to kill you. It's the venom that's going to kill you. So it's very important to realize that inside of our bodies, venom is going around because we haven't forgiven somebody that really tried to hurt us. And we really need to get to that level of forgiveness for everybody to get better and, and be a better person. And, and I, I really see, I, I just going to say one more word before I let you in, is that I really see that part of our problem right now is that lack of forgiveness in our society. And I ask everybody to take on the words of Martin Luther King, who said, you know, it's not darkness that drives out the darkness. It's love that drives out the darkness. It's light that drives out the darkness. And I think we need more light and more love right now. I would agree. As long as people don't manipulate it and say, oh, I punched you in the face, and you came over and gave me a hug, and and so I'll just keep punching well, you in I the face. I see so much manipulation going on all the time. You know, I, there's been a big uh, movement, Black Lives Matter movement, which is very, very, very important. Please realize that I'm saying this from the heart, but there's so many people from running shoe companies to other things that have taken this as a motto and made it to manipulate a system. That's not what it's about. It's to change a system that's not functioning properly. It's to change it to something so that people are, are, are treated with respect and dignity, which they really, really need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, uh, kindness and love are good uh, and, and forgiveness, but there are people, you see it, it happens with adults, with little, little children, children who are very loving. It doesn't stop somebody from abusing them again. So you you, you have to be wise. What is the with the scriptures? You want you want to be as innocent as a lamb, but as wise as the wolf. So the wolf doesn't devour you. Because there are people out here they t- t- abuse kid, kids, and the kid comes back and is lost. Uh, you know, I, I you know as as you're talking to me, Denise, if you could see me, I have a tear in my eye when I see that sort of thing. It is such a ugly thing, but you know. To get over this thing, you have to realize we are vulnerable. But all of us have to be vulnerable and embrace that vulnerability to get over that. You know, being vulnerable is not a pleasant state to be in. 
But you know, that really is the source for all our power. Being vulnerable is what allows us to overcome things in our life. And vulnerability is one of the primary things that allows us to really do that. You know, if you were in a foot race, uh, Denise, and wanted to race me, the only way you can beat me is to put all the marbles on the line. You have to want to beat me. You have to do it, and you have to do it with all your ability. Yet, if you tried to beat me, you might lose. You know, you have to accept that vulnerability is something that could ha- that you, you could lose by doing it. But unless you put all the marbles on their line, you will never get to that phase. You see, vulnerability is the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper meaning of our spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. Now, that was written by a brilliant, wonderful lady by the name of Brenny Brown, and the book was Daring Greatly, How the Courage to be Vulnerable Transforms the Way We Live, Love, Parent, and Lead. Exactly, and be vulnerable and and smart I, I and wise, I would say. Let's talk about laughter. Um, that's a unique pearl. That oh, you know, laughter to that... me is where it all happens and all comes together. And, and laughter, you know, scientists have actually studied laughter. They've actually said that with, this is the greatest wing, way to bring your mind and body together is to have a good laugh. And did you know that 93% of bosses really think that a sense of humor is important to advance in a company? Well, I thought it was hard work. I thought it was determination. But laughter and a good sense of humor is one of the primary things. And did you know that that scientists have actually studied the world's funniest joke, Denise? And what is that? What is well, let me tell this to you. The, the scientist that discovered it was a British scientist by the name of Richard Wiseman. What a name for a scientist studying laughter, Richard Wiseman, to begin with. Every time I see that, I put a little chuckle as well. Well, Richard Wiseman did the following. He got everybody to rate all the jokes in the world and asked them which was the funniest. And he came up with the world's funniest joke. Do you want me to share it with your guests? Oh, please do. Okay. Well, there were two hunters. They were out in the woods, way out in the boonies, and one of them dropped down dead. He looked like he was dead. Now his buddy shook him and said, Buddy, buddy, wake up. Wake up. You're you're dead. His buddy didn't move. So you know he brings out his cell phone. Cell phones reach anywhere these days. And he got in touch with the operator. Operator, 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 please help me. Please help me. I don't know what to do. I think my buddy's dead. The opera says, calm down, sir. This happens all the time. Please make sure he's dead. So the phone drops down. There's the cock of a rifle and a loud bang. He comes back to the phone and says to the operator, operator, he's dead. What do I do now? Denise, he shot him. 
I would love to. You know, I've been a world-class speaker for a number of years, all because of my cosmetic surgery background. I talked on the stages with some of the world's best, greatest people in my career. Now I'm expanding it into the self-help field. So I have talked at Harvard University, and I talked about business there. I talked about the things they did not teach you in business school, and that will be coming out very shortly in the next week or two. Uh, I talked at TEDx, and I talked about the beauty myth and how beauty is really a myth, and it's something that we can overcome that myth. So that was something that was gorgeous for me. But, you know, I've talked on stages around the world, from Vietnam to London, from London to New York City, to New York City to Washington, D.C., and I love to be a speaker and share my wisdom with people. But I also love to coach people and help everybody in the way that I know how to help them. And and in that regard, I would love to ask everybody that's having some problems today, I'd like to give them 10 minutes of my valuable time. And if they would like to call, uh, write to my girl, just an email. My girl's name is Tammy, T-A-M-I, at Lyca, L-Y-C-K-A, dot C-A, Tammy at Lyca, dot C-A. In Canada, we put our abbreviation down as C-A rather than com. So Tammy at Lyca, dot C-A. And we will put 10 minutes aside for you. Now, I am very busy, so if you want that opportunity, please get to it as soon as possible. Otherwise, it will be taken up. And another thing I'd like to give your audience is I'd like to give them 52 golden pearls, one golden pearl a week for the next 52 weeks. And it will come to your text. So if you have a cell phone and you use it, this text will come to you every day, every week. And it'll it'll just be in your box and it'll help reshape your mind when it comes. This week's text was on gratitude, by the way. And so the number you text is 1-819-717-2515. That's 1-819-717-2515. And about speaking, uh, Denise, I love speaking. It's one of the few things I can do that really allows me to get out there and grasp people and talk to them. Just as much as I love being on a radio show like this, being able to talk to so many people and getting to influence them. And the other thing I love is just sharing with my friends. And I consider all of you my friend in helping you with this and letting you know what this. And, you know, all you have to do is concentrate on one of the golden pearls Harriet and I have put in our book, because even one of them will transform your life. It really will change it in such a way your world will be a better place today than it was yesterday. It will really make a world of difference for you. And uh, this is what I love to do in this phase of my life is to serve people and help them give to them so that they can get more out of life and really get to the best level. One of my greatest and dearest friends is Jack Canfield, who has in fact, who has helped so many people in his life with the Chicken Soup for the Soul books. Well, Jack helped Harriet and I write our book and help it to put together in such a way that it's a simple, easy read for people. And in fact, he's write the, written the foreword for it. So that tells you a lot about where the heart of this book is coming from. You know, Jack Canfield was one of the number one bestsellers in the world for the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And our book, fortunately, has become a number one bestseller in the pandemic of 2020. 
we'd love everybody to get a copy of it, and that's why we keep that Kindle price at 99 cents. I have no control over the price. Kindle can raise that any day now, so if you want a copy, get it now. And she's received numerous honors and awards from organizations such as Women of Influence, Canadian Multicultural Education Foundation, YWCA, Edmonton Diversity and Action for Healthy Communities, and they both are online uh, at doclyck.ca. Again, that's doclyck.ca and an EMPO. W E R E D M E dot C A. They are the authors, the co authors of the books, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Um, and I don't have a way to get in touch with Dr. Tinka right now. But one thing I've learned about, he shows that he's still on the line, but I cannot hear him. One thing I've well, learned here, I've uh, doing here. radio for 16 years, you always have to be ready uh, to move forward. Never know what's going to happen when you do radio. I can only imagine what it's like for somebody doing television and and something goes wrong with technology. The backup systems they must have just to keep their shows moving forward. But some things that Dr. Lika shared with us today, he actually was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. But as he and they told him he only had a few months to live. I think he said six months. Well, he just kept doing his research, and good for him that he did. He had, I don't know if it was chronic Lyme disease, but he had something uh, to do with Lyme disease. And he's been here now all of these years, so he pivoted. He pivoted from uh, being like an award-winning dermatologist to moving into now more the public speaking self-help field, which is how he met Harriet Tinker, who's a co-author, again, of the book, um, the Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, and in the book, they covered they covered 13 pearls. They had started with 20 pearls, and they narrowed them down to, to 30 pearls, which they share in the book. And some of the pearls that we've discussed, the 13 golden pearls, that we all have within that uh, were discussed with laughter, and he told them it was supposed to be the funniest joke in the world. For those of you, when the show finishes, Streaming, you can listen to that joke in the archive and decide if you think it's the funniest <laughs> joke in the world. And he spoke about forgiveness, also spoke up about the importance of forgiveness and challenged uh, me and, uh, and and each of our listeners to do something for someone today to come outside your comfort zone. It could be you might just give your, if you have a garden, you could give a neighbor some flowers from your garden or there's somebody you know they have maybe there's a storm in your community a tornado or a flood it's hurricane season here in the United States somebody might have dealt with a flood and you could you could help them uh by by maybe going to the grocery store for them or there might be something in your home that they could use that could be just some blankets that they could use that could be a benefit to them we're at a time in our world and it's actually always been the perfect time to to reach beyond ourselves and to consider others. It is it's not healthy to do so much in in reach to constantly think about what's wrong with my life, what's missing in my life, how come I didn't get that opportunity, how come this didn't go the way I wanted to go. To do so much in reach can become damaging. We have to also do outreach, not to just think what what is going on in my life. How come I don't have this? How come I- experience but 
to get up each day and to be, be grateful. He said to start your morning by listing three things you are grateful for. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my friends, for family, just the fact that it's sunny, especially if you're in an area where you've spent 20 days of nothing but rain. I'm and just tell them how much I appreciate them. earn a full-time living, um, or, or make millions of dollars as a, opening your own restaurant or opening a sporting goods store or an, or an online store or an online food, grocery food meal delivery service. It's, isn't that type of book? Uh, the Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life or, or really is a book for no matter where you are in your life. This is what you could do to eat, make it that much better, to make your life that much richer. And there's a story in this book that uh, Harriet Tinka, she talks about a nine-year-old girl named Amber who she met, and Harriet had just come out of an, a, being attacked. And her life, she, she was hanging in the, in the balance, and she came through that. Again, she had 16 years of modeling, but she went through that experience and she's feeling down, like, you know, is it even worth it? And she runs into this little nine-year-old girl, and the girl, something that happened to her was she was unable to walk. She had gone through so much trauma, but she had a positive outlook on life. And she was just telling Harriet how much good there is, even now, even right now, that the girl was able to see, but Harriet wasn't able to see. So that's a, a, a the little girl played a pivotal role in her life and helped her to see things differently. Sometimes it is perspective, not not just what's happening to us, but how do we see it? How do we how are we looking at it and how do we see what is happening to us? Uh so I encourage you again to get a copy of The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, the thirteen pearls that they share. Dr. Lika said they are working on a on a second Book so this first book must have been successful. He's also done a, a TEDx talk, so you could listen to him there. And the earlier part of this interview, um, which again I would hope that he would disconnect from the interview, drop off the line, and then reconnect uh, to the interview. Let me see if I can get him reconnected. Doctor Lika, he dropped off. Got to keep moving. You guys, I'm, this is probably the third or fourth time in 16 years, so I appreciate it hasn't happened often, where I've had a guest dial into Off the Shelf, and, and and she was a few minutes late, and I've learned I never know why somebody's dialing in late. She said she had a, a blowout. Her tire just blew out, just out of nowhere, and she was on her way to a conference. She pulled over to the side of the interstate and dialed into Off the Shelf. And I, and I told her how much I appreciated her. But that's what we have to do in life. And I'm just being another example of that. You don't end the show. You just keep going. 
and you show people how no matter what happens, which is almost like the root of the book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, no matter what happens, you have to keep going. Be appreciative. I appreciate everybody who is still listening to the radio show. I appreciate you more than you will ever know, so that's gratitude for me. My purpose is to share uh, information about books that either will entertain you, maybe if it's a novel, there's something that a character goes through that will help you as you deal with something so you can get through something in your life or a nonfiction book like The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, something in that that can help you. Let me see if we can get Dr. Inka, are you, can you hear me? Denise, I was able to hear you a couple of times through all this because uh, I did two or three times and something obviously was wrong with that line. I apologize to all your listeners. Uh, but, geez, I tell you, you have an amazing ability to fill in some space when I wasn't there. I was there, I, but I just couldn't talk. <laughs> I said, I, I have, you know what, 16 years of doing radio, one thing I've learned is it's taught me to be flexible. We're talking about the changes in 2020. We have we have less than three minutes left in the show. You just have to keep going. You you, you can't stop. That's, again, like the, 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 the theme of the book, uh, the Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, which you can get at Amazon, and then I'm going to ask Dr. Lika other places. Well, Denise, let me just say something here. It's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. This is a great example of that. Here I come back on the show. I'm laughing rather than crying. I'm just saying that I'm just happy to be here again. Wow, what an amazing day this is. <laughs> Here I couldn't even be there, and you were filling in for me. Great. <laughs> uh, got to keep it. Got to keep it moving. And as we do come down to the last two minutes, could you please tell our off-the-shelf listeners where they can get a copy of the book? You know, it is in a lot of places, but my favorite place for people to get it at a place called FantasticLifeBook.com. That's fa- www.fantasticlife book.com. The reason why I ask you to buy it there is because if you do, I know where it was bought from. And Harriet and I have decided to give 20% of this book to help women that are in homes that have been, that they're fleeing from domestic despair, because we really want to make a world that's better. And this is our way of giving back and helping those people in those situations. So if they buy it from New York, money goes back to New York. If they buy it from Los Angeles, it goes back to Los Angeles. If they buy it in Canada, it goes back to helping charities in Canada. You see, Harriet and I, because we've so been so affected in our life, we want to do a little bit. And you know, 20% of the price of a book is a lot of money for an author. We don't make much money off books, but we're giving this back right in those ways to make people, make the world a better place for that. And that's the, what we've decided to do at the start of this venture, because we think this is a very important project and we'd love to help people get a better life. Well, thank you, thank you for that. And can you give us the website URL again, please? Fantastic. Yes, Fantastic Life, L-I-F-E, book. FantasticLifeBook.com. 
fantasticlifebook.com. Again, and that's to get a copy of The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. And we are out of time. Our special guests this morning were Dr. Alan Lika, who graciously uh, uh, just shared himself, gave of himself here uh, on Off the Shelf this morning, and Harriet Tinka, who due to other obligations was unable to make today's show. But, again, fantastic lifebook.com and then the d-o-c-l-y-c-k-a.ca and empoweredme.ca are their official websites and again the title of the book the secrets to living a fantastic life we encourage you to get a copy of the book they're donating if you go to through that link up to 20 percent to help women who are like in shelters and in need we we have to do in reach and outreach thank you thank you Thank you to our listeners who were here with us throughout the entire interview. We get a lot of people who tune in via the archives with those who caught the show live. Thank you so much. As I always tell you, remember, you are so amazing, so amazing, so awesome, and just so incredible. I encourage you to go out and create a fabulous day for yourself. Please mark your calendars, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Saturday morning, you want to catch Off the Shelf Books Talk Radio. Thank you, Dr. Alan Lika, for being here with us this morning. And hello to Harriet Tinka when you connect with yes, her. And, when, and Denise, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for letting me share this experience with you and your guests. To me, this has truly been a magical and wonderful time. Harriet would say the following words, from tragic to magic. We would love everybody to go from tragedy to mad, from tragic to magic. We would love to see that day. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. When the show finishes streaming, I will send out a link to the show, to, to email a link to the show to you to share with your supporters. Thank you all so, so, so much. Thank you again, Dr. Leakey, and to all of our listeners. See you back here next Saturday. Bye for now. Bye for now, Denise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.